Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. sit with my best friend tone what's up buddy what's going on brother i gotta say your lighting's looking a little bit better today sometimes you get so uh, blown out that we can't see you but uh you know i i like your lighting today good morning good morning i only have one light on above me maybe that I'm, that's the key is turning the rest of them off <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it just have that one that one direct one there hey so um i'm i'm pretty excited about the uh the conversation today so um that we're we're talking to um an organization called eBeauty Community, and um, they were kind of put on our radar from our dear friend Sharon Riser um, from the uh, from the Paul Mitchell, the Temple. Yeah, and anytime anybody knows someone that that's helping, whether it's the industry or our clients or anything that's elevating uh, and helping others, uh, we definitely have an open mic for them. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, if we can get if we can get their uh, their their community out. Um, to to the masses and to our industry, you know, we're, we're all for it. So um, when Sharon was talking to me about it, it was it was about the conversation that we had about it was that they and we'll get into way more detail, but just the broad understanding of it is that is that they have like um, wig support for for women that are um, that are suffering with uh, w- with cancer, um, which which I know in my career, and I think I can speak for you as well. I know that many times that this conversation has come up, and I we just had no place to turn, or we had no place to kind of like send people, except for like the wig shop on the corner. You know, I, I know that we had had that conversation, but I love that there's something like inside of the industry that we can kind of reach to and go, hey. I don't need help, but hey, my client needs help, or hey, how can we help out? So um, I'm I'm really curious about that and how we can um how we can, you know um, whatever support support that. Yeah, and I mean you you said it exactly. There's so many times that you know we've heard of a place and we recommend a place that, but we really don't have uh, any really experience or uh, input on whether you know it, it's it's going to work for our clients or not, but. Uh, having someone like you said inside is going to be um, pretty neat and, and and appreciated. Yeah, for sure. And I know that I know that um, we were talking a little bit off uh, before before we we got on. And and the Paul Mitchell schools are also involved with it too. So Sharon's here. She's gonna she's gonna kind of walk us through like like how not just her school but how the entire Paul Mitchell network is involved with that. So I, I'm pretty excited. Should we get in? Let's do it, brother. All right, cool. So today on the podcast we have Carolyn Keller. We have Laura oh, Jerka. Jer- oh, man, I'm going to mess it up. Laura, what's your Jersa? last name? Jersa. 
Jersak, yeah. Jersak. Ah, God, I put I put an extra uh, a consonant in there. And of course, our friend Sharon Riser, and they're all with the E Beauty community. Carolyn, how did this kind of like how this program um, get started, or, or give us a little bit of the background? So first off, good morning, Corey and, and Tony. Thank you very much for um, asking us to join you on this podcast today. This is a nice way to introduce our program to a larger audience. Um, I originally founded the program um, back 12 years ago, and it was it started as, as you said, the e-beauty community. And we originally started as a resource center for women that were looking for um, ways for a community that they could be involved with that would maybe help um, support them while they are undergoing treatment for cancer. And so a very much of a, a home-based resource. Um, everybody knows the major hospitals and organizations like American Cancer, but there are a lot of small groups that will help you in your hometown, walk your dog, pick up your kids, drive you to an appointment. And so we thought that it would be interesting if we could get every every small community in the country to start telling us about these resources that you just don't find unless you live in those um, in those neighborhoods. And so we kind of started that way. And then, um, and it's, I'm really happy that Laura is joining us because Laura was our first wig recipient when, um, when I had, I, I too, I am a two-time cancer survivor. And I had wigs and I knew how important it was just for my self-esteem. One and two, a little bit of confidence. I was still working at the time, um, not to have a discussion about me, but, you know, keep it focused on my job and and, the, and not, you know, upset children that, you know, look at you kind of differently. And if you've not got any hair and and quite frankly, the first time you don't feel like yourself is when you're looking in the mirror and your hair is falling out. And it's just a, um, you, you all of a sudden realize you are ill and that this is serious. But so Laura is my sister-in-law and she was diagnosed um, back in, well, quite a few years ago, 20, Laura, what was it, 2020? 2011. No, 2011. So when Laura was diagnosed, I said to Laura, listen, Mark and I, um, her brother, would love to help get you a wig. And Laura was, uh, you know, not sure she really wanted one at the time. And I said, there will be a moment that you're going to want to, um, you're, you're just going to want it. Okay. And you may not, you might do the bald and that might work for you fine, but let's get you a wig. And we went and researched one and Laura was living in Minnesota at the time and there was not a place that was close by and the one that she actually ended up at wanted to charge her some outrageous amount of money, like $5,000. And we eventually got a wig, but it was still about two grand and Laura was still apprehensive. And I said, listen, one day, Laura, you'll donate it to somebody else. Um, so don't worry. And it turned out nine months later, it was my other sister-in-law, Karen. And all of a sudden, there was an exchange that happened. And at that moment, we um, we decided maybe this was something that if it worked in our family, it could work in other families. And it could possibly go, you know, across the country. And maybe we could start something that would be, that would grow organically. And so we... Um, so we went to a, a couple of hospitals. This was in the Washington, D.C. area at the time. And we met with them and asked them if they would be drop-off locations for wigs. 
And they, of course, signed up right away because a lot of patients, when they were finished with their um, with their cancer journey, didn't know what to do with their wig. And they didn't necessarily want to throw it out because they had spent a lot of money on them. And so the hospital started collecting them for us. And we used a small salon in Georgetown um, that helped us clean and refurbish them. And then we put on put this on the website and people started to find us um, slowly. Then we joined forces with American Cancer Society and Look Good, Feel Better. And those two programs um, started bringing us more and more um, attention. And the American Cancer Society asked us at one point if we would donate 2,500 wigs to their um, to their program. They had a they have workshops across the country, and in these workshops they get about 15 to 20 women at any given time, and they teach them about makeup and and how to style a wig and how to wear a wig, and so we donated our our wigs. And they um, all had tags on them that said eBeauty Community and that you could get a free wig from eBeauty Community or you could donate your wig to eBeauty Community. Um, and then almost overnight, we had like 40,000 wigs. And so we needed another resource to help us with the cleaning and refurbishing because it was clearly not sustainable with one operation in Georgetown. And at that point, um, I was lucky enough to be introduced to Paul Mitchell and to um, when and when said to me that he was very excited that we would start a program and from there it morphed into this getting most of the um, Paul Mitchell schools involved in helping us clean and refurbish wigs and at that point we needed we were getting all our wigs cleaned we were getting more wigs in we needed to look for um, a bigger resource to um, to start sending our wigs to, to help us distribute them. And that's when we started the hospital program. And we started that in Miami um, with Sylvester Comprehensive Cancer. And they had seven little offsite, some satellite programs. And those programs, we would pack up wigs and send them to all different um, locations. And we would have a wig Wednesday and women would come in and try on wigs. And they would... Um, it became a very special event. And so from that, we started, we introduced it to a couple other hospitals in Miami. We opened up Washington. Um, and now we're in about 40 hospitals across the country and growing every day. Um, that's, so I mean, that, that, <laughs> that, I mean, that's just amazing. Honestly, it's just like, it's very cool. You know what it is? It's very cool that you had a, a a a big problem, and that big problem was that you had so many wigs that you had to take care of, right? Yeah. Like, like it's so cool that the community kind of came together. And you know, I and I don't know if this is the right thought or not, but um, uh, at Sharon School, at the Paul Mitchell School, um, the Temple and Frederick, like my favorite posts that they do are like when people run over and they they, they punch out for the last time for fifteen hundred hours. And I kind of and, and my feeling would like when you donate that wig. Like you're punching out, right? You're punching out the last time and you're saying, here, hopefully somebody can uh, can use this now that I'm done with it. Well, there's I no question that it's a woman who's finished her journey and she wants to give back and to pay it forward and to help another woman. And in fact, 
we didn't realize that that would be, we always knew we were going to help the woman that was going, that was receiving the wig. What we didn't realize is that we were helping the woman that could move on and finally close that chapter of her life and, and say, I'm done with this and I feel confident and I'm, you know, I'm going to help somebody else. And that's been, um, you know, that was just a benefit that we just now, it's a two-way street. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, no. I, yeah, I'm just blown away by by just the, the heart of everybody involved in it. You know, it's 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 especially when you're going through something so dramatic and, and, and you still have that opportunity to help others. And it just it's a beautiful just environment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, think about what the cost of 40,000 wigs would be, right? Right. Like, like to think about, like, if it wasn't the support of the community, like, like, how do you scale it? You know, it, it's, it's impossible to scale really, because now you're looking at, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in, in just, in just, in just wigs. Well, and to date we've received and distributed over about 80,000 wigs. Whoa. So that's where we like to say we're wigged out at eBeauty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're right about the the whole psych the whole circle and cycle of giving. It starts with the person donating their wig, and then it comes to all the volunteers that help us um, just go through the packages, open the packages, sort through them. Not every wig can be kept, obviously, and mm -hmm. so we have to go through that process. And then they go to the Paul Mitchell Beauty Schools, and they're cleaned and refurbished, and they're doing this on their time and part of their community service and a way to give back. And so that's volunteered. And then it comes back to eBeauty. They then get sorted again and through volunteers and then get shipped out to hospitals who then donate them at the hospital level with their volunteers. Um, you can still receive wigs online and you can still you know, request a free wig and all this is free. And it's, um, you know, we survive on donations and on grants and um, foundation donations, um, but our but our cost of operating is very, you know, it's very contained because everybody's giving. That's that's so awesome. We and like, um, I guess a couple of years ago we had uh, uh, Win Clayball on the podcast and just like, what a gift to the industry he is, you know, and, and to be able to like you know, offer up a, a support from, uh, you know, across the country because the schools are everywhere. Sharon, where did you first learn about, about the um, e-beauty community? Um, I was very fortunate that I actually, not only being involved with Paul Mitchell Schools, but I sat on the Andrew Gomez Dream Foundation Committee, which is a nonprofit organization that helps support um part of the beauty industry in terms of grants and with mental health and so forth and had the opportunity to be presented with a grant from eBeauty. And as a board member, uh, part of our, our due diligence is to research the, the grant applications. It has to be tied in with the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. um, and this was something that met all the criteria for our board. I had the opportunity uh, on behalf of my husband, Charles, who's one of the co-owners of the temple. We actually went down to meet Carolyn and Laura and, and some of their team down in DC to see their operations. And I think the first thing that we were kind of blown away with was when we, you know, a lot of nonprofits, when you go 
to visit a lot of nonprofit organizations. You know, I, I hate to say it, but they have these big luxury facilities and big office spaces. And um, we walked in and when Carolyn says, I mean, they are very, uh, very aware uh, of the spending and the facility itself was just, you know, it was this the small basement room where it's the wigs and, and, and really the volunteers and, and watching all of the love notes that were coming in from people with these donations of the wigs, telling these stories. Um, it, it was just, it, for us, it was really kind of moving uh, on many levels. Um, and we had the opportunity to not only being on that board, present a grant, but then there was a bigger need. And Carolyn said, you know, as they expanded and they've got more donations as a school and, and you know, Tony and Corey, you, you know, being in the industry a long time, exactly what Carolyn and Laura identified as a challenge is that you can be a brilliant hairdresser and, and you can have been in this industry for a very long time. And the one thing that schools lacked is delivering texture education and education on wigs. That was something that really was not a requirement for the state board. And it really has not been until, I mean, I think what, maybe five, eight years that our industry has really stepped back and taken a look at how do we support our guests with every type and texture of hair that sits in our chair from extensions to even wigs. And as you all said, you know, I can tell you in the salon world, when I managed a salon, I could remember a guest coming in and saying, I'm losing my hair, I have cancer. And there was two things that, that I recognized. Number one, nobody on that team knew how to work with wigs except for one person. We didn't have contacts. And so, you know, as a hairdresser, that guest trusts you. And they are are going through something that's very emotional. Um, they have never experienced this before. And in all honesty, you're the expert. And so from the education world, it needed to start there. And so I think this has been a great opportunity for Palm Mitchell schools to take our texture curriculum to the next level. It's allowed our future professionals to experience washing, cutting, styling wigs, uh, that has just been, I think, a huge opportunity for us so that I know and Charles knows when somebody's leaving our doors and they're going to sit and they're going to take care of a guest that's going to come in and say, I'm losing my hair. And they're going to be able to have the tools and they're going to be able to have the skill set. And not only that, they're going to have a resource of where to send somebody to get a wig. And, and to your point on this, the average cost of a wig, um, majority, if you look at insurance, will only cover about $400, if even that. And, and we know on the beauty side of the industry, if you want a wig, you want something that looks nice, it's high quality, it also is comfortable. Um, and so we have been extremely fortunate at eBeauty. I mean, the donations that, that we get from companies to people, I mean, they're beautiful. You wouldn't even know it's a wig. How's that uh, with so many things? So, you know, now we know in Palm Mitchell schools that these future professionals, they're getting the education, the experience, but now they're armed with the resources and the knowledge for when they go out into the beauty industry. And so that's something that um, I think has just been a win-win 
for all of us involved in this. Yeah, Sharon, a, I go, just go ahead, Carolyn, you're up. Well, I just wanted to add one thing too to that, and that is um, they also learn the empathy of of dealing with somebody in the chair. They, you know, they they understand when they're going through the um, when they're going through the program at the Paul Mitchell School that these wigs are have been donated by a cancer patient and they're being refurbished for another um, cancer patient. And they they get this understanding. I've I've met with a number of the students and um, and talked at a number of the schools. And every, you know, cancer touches everybody. And now they really they feel like they're able to provide something from what their skill set is. So they're proud of that. And um, but they also have a compassion and understanding too that you know maybe before they didn't. That's so cool. That's, that's amazing. And and uh, when the, these wigs come into Paul Mitchell, they're different lengths, different textures. So when they refurbish them. Do they learn how to to kind of get a different feel of different textures and uh, how how is the refurbishing process happening? I... Well, it, it when they arrive for us, um, we get them and we are we teach them how to wash them first of all. You know, you you can't just use any type of shampoo on a wig. How are you going to care for a wig? Uh, then we get the opportunity with some of them, if they need to be trimmed up, they need to be restyled. Um, they are then uh, dried, they're put into a bag and we actually do love notes. So to add to Carolyn's point with the empathy, they get the opportunity. They're not gonna meet that cancer patient, but they get the, to not only is the cancer patient gonna get this beautiful wig, but they're gonna get some words of inspiration and uh, written from a future professional. And, and, and we've had opportunities where, um, they can actually receive a wig in our local organizations that we work with uh, at Temple Annapolis and Temple Frederick. We actually allow them to come into the doors and to bring that wig. So if they they need to have it, how to have it fitted, how to style it, how am I going to care for it? Um, and then we work with them on that process to be able to do that and to watch the future professionals. It, it's it reminds them of the why, you know, it reminds them that this is bigger than just a career. You have the opportunity and the gift and the talent to make somebody feel beautiful every single day. And I can tell you through Charles and I, in our own doors, we've watched um, our own future professionals. I just had a future professional several months ago, her mom is battling breast cancer and she was a brand new future professional. Um, and so she was only a couple hundred hours into the program. She, because they know we do this, uh, she reached out and she said, can I get a, a wig for my mom? She got to bring her mom in and she got to put the wig on her. She got to make her mom feel beautiful. And I, it just makes me emotional <laughs> thinking about it. It was what that did for that future professional and what that did for her mom. It, it was that's why we do this. And, and that is really for us, like I say, beyond the educational, I agree with Carolyn and, and the compassion that's on that. So we are very fortunate in our doors to be able to teach more than just the education on this, you know, to really be able to, to put the heart into it and teach the future professionals. It's more than you're doing more than just joining the hair industry. 
Sharon, when you said you, you brought up love notes, do, do any of the donate tours ever leave notes in there? Like you got this girl or anything like that? They do. Um, you know, we, we have the opportunity to, uh, we've also gone out to organizations too. So we've done events, uh, Laura and Carolyn and I, we, uh, have gone on site to some of the cancer centers and we've actually done pampering days. We're all preparing for another event that we're, we're going to do. Um, so we not only get to see it in our doors, but then we get to take our future professionals outside of our doors sometimes too. And they get the opportunity to pamper somebody for a day doing, you know, not just getting the wig, maybe it's their nails, working with them with their brows, you know, they lose their lashes too. Right. So they need a lot of beauty support from us on, on all of those levels. Um, so we also go above and beyond leaving the school and doing events as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's amazing. Laura, so when you, uh, I mean, you were like the first donator for this. I mean, did you ever see like that it would scale like this, A, and then B, like, how did it feel? Like, how did it feel being able to, I mean, that's a real personal kind of real thing that, 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 you, cause you're not just like lending a wig, like you're lending the emotion and you're lending the, the everything with that. Yeah, for me, um, you know, it started in 2011, Mark and Carolyn uh, bought me a beautiful wig and and being able to share that with then Carolyn's sister-in-law, um, it's a powerful thing. Um, in 2019, my cancer came back um, and I was the director at a community health center at the time, another nonprofit. And, you know, during COVID and, and then having, losing my hair again, 10 years or eight years later, um, you know, I called Carolyn and Mark and I said, you know what, this is a, a pivotal point in my life. And, and I really want to be part of e-beauty because I have been through everything now twice. <laughs> and, uh, and it's really something that I'm passionate about. And, and they welcomed me into the organization, um, you know, to, to keep moving us forward. And, and the, the growth potential is is just amazing. Uh, the people's lives were touching. Uh, so we've since moved the warehouse that Sharon and Charles visited the first time uh, out here to Arizona. And we've launched this year, the first ever e-beauty house. So, uh, you know, we have over 10,000 wigs here, uh, about 40% are brand new wigs donated by American Cancer, uh, by a wig company called Troika in California. And then the rest of them are uh, very gently used, cleaned and styled by Paul Mitchell. So we have a beautiful inventory right now of, of wigs and everything from human hair to, uh, you know, we have African-American hair, we have everything you can imagine. And, um, we have volunteers coming today. I have four volunteers coming. They're reoccurring. Uh, so I know who's going to be here on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, and they're all retired uh, women that live in this community. Um, and we also have um, Cancer Centers of America 
uh, about 10 minutes away, and we often get their patients coming to the e-beauty house to try on wigs here in on site. Um, uh, Laura, sadly, Laura, lately, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we can't we can't keep sliding past this. Like, what's the what's the e-beauty house experience like? Like, like it, you're bringing in um, people to try on. Just kind of walk me through. Like, if, if I'm visiting, what, what what's that visit about? Oh, you mean for the the patient coming in? Yeah, yeah, for it's, sure. It's incredibly moving. Uh, so I'll give you an example. A couple of weeks ago, a mom and a young girl, Emily, um, from local, they had requested a wig online. And whenever we see someone that's within an hour from the e-beauty house, we respond and let them know that they do have the option to actually come to the house if it's convenient for them. So uh, the mother and daughter showed up and um, the volunteers were all here and we gathered around and she was in front of the mirror and we gave her wig after wig um, to find that perfect fit. She left with armfuls. She had eyelashes. She had wig stands. She left with hair with a ball cap. You know, she had red, blonde. You know, we, we couldn't let her leave without everything that she looked beautiful in that she liked. And, um, you know, she had tears in her eyes and we all had tears in our eyes. And um, it was very difficult um, because she's, you know, pretty far along on her cancer journey. But um, but we did what we could to help her that day. And it's like that often. We, we have people show up in wheelchairs um, that are trying on wigs and, um, you know, we just give them as much support as we possibly can. I, not to make light of this on any level, but like, as you here's what I'm picturing in my head. It's kind of like say yes to the wig, right? Like people are going in and trying on their wigs and like, and like, is this the look, is this the look? And then like, you know, I guess when you find it, you know it. Right. But that, that that's what I was picturing in my head, kind of a, you know, Monty Durham over there saying that's the one girl. Yeah, well, I, they I, think I, they know what they want. Yeah. I think I'd be walking around with a big old box of tissues <laughs> Uh, all day i mean even just the story you're like oh you know i, I couldn't imagine uh just how happy everybody is and crying with joy and crying and sad all oh, what an emotional roller coaster uh, the really the great positive thing with our hospital partners is you know that patient navigator that social worker um you know they're delivering every day all day they're delivering you know you have cancer, you're going to have to go through chemo. These are the things that are going to happen. But the responses I get from them, the one positive thing that they can tell that patient, the, the hospital partners that are with eBeauty can say, you're going to lose your hair, but we have this beautiful selection of wigs and you can walk out of here with the wig. And some of our hospitals have wig carts and they roll into the infusion room and that patient can try that wig on in the privacy of their infusion room, or they have a space that they can go to and that nurse navigator can help that patient try on wigs right there um, at the time that they're losing their hair. And it's really a gift. And, and we get a lot of positive feedback um, about that from our hospitals. Laura, you should mention also the, um, the new tool that we have on the website where they can send in their photograph. So, so you can imagine how difficult it is to find a wig, even when you're trying on wigs with a host of wigs in front of you, how much more difficult it is to try uh, to send someone a wig through the mail. 
it'd be like, I don't know, ordering a bathing suit online. It's very difficult to find the right pair of jeans or the right bathing suit, right? So for years, we've been, you know, we don't want to discount those people that are somewhere farther away that don't have access to one of our hospital partners. Until we're in every hospital in the nation, we're going to provide the service of offering individual wigs to people. So every morning, we have a whole host. Today, I have 15 individual wig orders from all over the country, and they're asking for wigs. Well, prior to this year, they just checked the boxes, brown, straight, long. So this year, we've upgraded our uh, internet, uh, our website, and they can attach up to five pictures of themselves uh, with their doctor's note saying that they need a cranial prosthesis. And then our volunteers, their favorite thing to do is to match up a wig in our inventory with that person's picture. Um, so it's it's really fabulous. And we do our very best. It really helps um, you know, shipping costs are high and we don't want to keep shipping wigs that don't work for that person. So, um, so that's a, a new fun tool we have to, to help those individuals that are, you know, in Nebraska or somewhere where we don't have a, a hospital partner. That's, a, that's amazing. How can like, um, you know, if you're listening in on the podcast, like as an industry, how can we support eBeauty? And then, and then in return, like, how can you guys um, help support our clients as well? Well, I think the the first thing as far as within the industry and, and speaking on behalf of someone who's been in the industry for a while, I think the first thing is, is that um, is speaking of what Laura said, you know, our organization exists as a nonprofit organization. We rely the shipping costs. I mean, we all know shipping costs increase. Um, so if this is something that you see in your uh in your salon, it, you know, whatever that looks like for you, that you want to get involved with this and have this resource, you know, any type of donations are really great. It's great to then have this information so that you're sharing this with your team so that you're prepared. I also think that uh, it's, it's important for everybody in the industry to kind of step back and think about, am I prepared as a hairdresser with these resources? You know, do I have the knowledge? What am I going to do with the gas that's going to sit in my chair? You know, ultimately, you are the the expert. They're the one that they trust you. And so I think part of that is making sure, you know, uh, sadly, you know, cancer is, is, is doesn't have an age. It, it doesn't have a, it, it just, it's an increase. And it is an opportunity for you to be able to really take care of a guest um, make them feel beautiful through one of the the toughest challenges, you know, that they can be going through. And it's also, it's not always cancer based either. I mean, there are times where, you know, autoimmune disease, we know that our, our own clients sit in a chair and they're dealing with hair loss on, on many levels. Yes, cancer is what's driven this nonprofit organization, but there are many reasons that a guest can lose their, lose their hair. That's their identity. And so the knowledge, I think, is one. Um, hold on, hold on Sharon, her, Sharon, I need some clarity here. So eBeauty also supports like alopecia and, and, and other like um, um, balding conditions? Yes, correct. And I'll correct. let Laura speak a little bit to that. If you have any well, Sharon, thank you so much for mentioning that. You know, you guys, it's, it's a lot of information, our organization to cover in a short period of time. We want to get all that out. And I, you know, our mission is that we help women going through uh, medically induced hair loss. Um, 
we try to send one to two wigs to to anybody reaching out to us. Obviously, they have to supply a doctor's note confirming that they're going through some form of um, hair loss uh, for a medical condition. But we support anyone, um, not just people that are going through chemotherapy. That's amazing. That I just that, that didn't even dawn on me until you brought it up, Sharon. Th- thanks for that, because uh, I think that's an incredible resource as well. Well, Corey, to add to that a bit, we have a lot of wigs and, you know, until there's a cure for cancer that stops, you know, hair falling out, um, we're always going to have a lot of wigs and, and we couldn't do it without the support of the school network and, or even salons. I mean, we've talked about branching into the salon industry to get um, individual salons on board. It was um, when we started this with the Paul Mitchell, it was easier, easy to manage because there was a program that was going to be put in place along with a criteria. Um, don't send us wet wigs back. They're just moldy and that mm-hmm. defeats the whole purpose. And so there's, um, you know, so we've been able to work through the schools and, and the disciplines necessary. Um, but we've looked at expanding because we do, we receive um, a couple thousand wigs every month. That's amazing. And to that, I think we also have an opportunity, as we all know, if right now we've spent the last couple of years in the education world trying to deliver this extended texture work, understanding how to work with wigs, well, we still have a huge portion of our industry that still lacks that experience. And, and so this is great. We have this you know new generation of graduates that are coming into that in the future, but this message, I hope if, you know, somebody's listening and they're like, oh, you know what? I didn't learn that in my school. You know what? I, I don't know. The nice thing is on our website, we have some videos, we have some information, you know, if there's a Paul Mitchell school, you can definitely reach out to us that, you know what, we can get you connected with as well with what that looks like. Um, but that's an opportunity to expand your education and your talents uh, as a hairdresser on how you can can really be able to support your guests uh, as a whole. And again, where our support comes in is we've we've got the tools for you. So, you know, you're not going to have to go find these websites. Uh, I, I've been there. I had friends that would call me and they said, you know, my mom's going through cancer or, you know, can you help me? Or And I was, I was shocked when I really started looking at this and I love, you know, what Laura said, it's, you know, where do you even begin? <laughs> you know, it's one thing you're looking at, at, at the, the texture and the color and what this wants to look like, but it's a whole nother thing on, okay, how am I going to wear this? How am I going to maintain this? And how am I going to care for this? And uh, that has also been something that through this program in our schools, we've just been really been able to expand that knowledge and that education as well. Sharon, so is there is there a resource within the program to where like if I've you know if I'm a 30 year hairstylist and I haven't had much you know wig experience, is there someplace there that I can turn to to get some tips, tricks, and the goodies? Well, we do have on the website. We do have how to um, wash it, how because that process is important. You know, you can't just go use any shampoo on a wig. You can't use any styling product on a wig as well. So we have that, we're gonna be expanding that a little bit more, but we do have some, you know, basic videos. Um, If a salon, you know, you're listening and and you're saying, hey, I wanna be a part of this program, 
reach out to us. Uh, we would love nothing more to mentor you. I can tell you as, as uh, you know, school owner, I have texture specialists on my team. You know, we, we have uh, education team members that oversee this and they're happy to, you know, get on the phone with somebody or set up a Zoom call and share that and say, okay, this is, this is what you need. Um, these are some of the tips on, on, on how to do that and so forth. So I think that that's, and a lot of it's practice too, you know, yeah, it's a great sure. opportunity for you to, you know, a lot of times we all forget our mannequins, right? We all forget <laughs> that <laughs> we're so busy that sometimes coming back to our mannequin and practice, 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 uh, makes, makes a, a, a big difference on that as well. That is, that's awesome. Um, guys, how can, like, we've talked all about this. Where can we find this? Where can we, how can we sign up? How can we be involved? How can we find these wigs? What, what are the resources that we need? So you can go on, um, ebeautycommunity.org. Um, and that's our website. You can reach out to, uh, Actually, me, Carolyn, and Sharon, we're all our first name. So I'm Laura at ebeauty.com, Carolyn at ebeauty.com, um, and Sharon at ebeauty.com. And Sharon may prefer to use her Paul Mitchell email. Um, yeah, you can reach out to us. You know, we welcome donations, which helps us uh, ship a wig to the next woman, which helps us ship hundreds of wigs to hospitals across the nation. Uh, that's a tremendous help. Um, exposure, follow us on social media. Um, that's a tremendous help as well um, so that we can fulfill our mission and, and help more women across the country. Um, we also welcome donations of wig caps, wig stands. Um, we've had a, a lot of individuals that donate um, so that we can supply more than just wigs to a woman that we can supply her with everything that she needs. I love that. What, um, um, what do you have like an Instagram and, and, and YouTube and those things? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, our Facebook is ebeautycommunity.com. Um, um, we have Twitter and Instagram. Um, our Twitter is ebeautycmty and our Instagram is ebeautycommunity. Ebeautycommunity. That's awesome. We'll, uh, we'll be sure to tag, um, you know, some of the Instagram and stuff w when this goes out. Thank you ladies so much. I mean, this is like, once again, it's, it's, it's a resource that I've never felt like I've not, I don't want to say never, but to, to make it, to have the resource and to make it easy, you know, it's just, it, it's so nice. And uh, coincidentally, uh, Sharon, right when we booked this, like two days later, I had a client that canceled because she was just diagnosed and, and you know, she was losing her hair. So um, I'm definitely going to uh, to, to forward her um, the uh, the email. I mean, the uh, the website um, so she can reach out to you guys if she if, if need be. You know, it's it's as a hairstylist, you know, it's always a tough conversation, you know, um, for a couple of reasons. One, I mean, when you've been doing hair, you know, you, when you've been doing, doing hair and have, having clients as long as we did when 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 someone, you know, cancels an appointment or whatever, you know, it's, it just, it hurts, man. You know, you, you hurt for them and, 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 you know, trying to, you know, again, approach it with as much empathy as you can. So it, it'd be nice if, if, you know, we could just move forward um, and, and just give them your, give them this as a resource. So, but thank you guys so much, Sharon, thank you for, uh, for arranging this. We, we appreciate you. We love you. You know, all those things um, for sure. And uh, Tone, you got anything in closing words? 
No, uh, yeah, but the, you you kind of just stated it. For as a hairdresser, you know, at, we can go there and and do the donation stuff, but we can just recommend our clients just to go to the website, right? And then that's self-explanatory. Yes. Whether they have a wig to donate, or whether they need a wig, or they have a friend going through it, absolutely. Awesome. That's awesome. We'll We're be here for them. We'll be sure to blast this out. Ladies, thank you very much. And thank you for joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends, give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.